Welcome to So You Think That Was Good, Do You? A podcast where we take a go- a podcast where we take a look back at the films from your childhood and question the absurdity of their universes. My name is Evan, and as always, I'm joined by Johnny, and they're already bloody taking the piss out of me because I fucked something up. And we're also joined by our good friend, Alex Knight. How are you doing, boys? Doing good, mate. Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm uh, good. got another level of fear added because of the space. The space, you know, the space, the as opposed space. to the space. Just you gotta look out. You gotta look out for them little rocks. You gotta look out for Careful. aliens. You gotta look out much. for a lot of things these days, isn't you? <laughs> oh well, it is a great little setup there because this week, upon Alex's request, we watched 2000's Mission to Mars, starring many people. Mm. Don Cheadle, namely. That's why we watched it, isn't it? Yeah. Tim, something. I'm going to stop here. I don't usually name actors, and now I'm trying to do it from memory, so... Well, we've got Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> yeah, Lieutenant Dan, isn't it? And some guy from NCIS. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a guy from it. NCIS yeah. in this. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Maybe that is Lieutenant Dan. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think he is, actually. I've yeah. only seen a few episodes. He looks... He's got the right face I've got for check NCIS. This, I've got a fact check. Yeah. yeah pouting, brooding. <laughs> it's one of the not good ones. Yeah. I mean, are any of them no, really yeah, that good? Yeah, but watch an episode. I've I've seen it in passing when it was on like random TV shows on Freeview, <laughs> TV shows, TV channels. Fucking hell, here we go. <laughs> I did CSI, but only because of the guy who takes off his glasses. <laughs> that might be what yeah, I'm thinking of. Break it down. <laughs> yeah, I not. think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Robbins was the guy I was thinking of. Yeah, not Tony Robbins though. <laughs> which I got confused wow, with. Oh, that would Tony be a Robbins different film from time. Come and have a look at this, that, Tony. That was Tony Robbins. We found aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Off to a great start. Such professionals. We all know what we're doing. Just like this entire team. Let's get started. With the plots and op, as we always do, and I'm going to try my bloody damnedest not to fuck this. The first manned mission to Mars in 2020 ends in disaster when three of the crew were seemingly killed and the fourth, Luke Graham, is stranded with no way to contact Earth. Nailed that bit. Jim McConnell, Woody Blake, Phil, last name, and Terry Fisher are sent on a rescue mission to rescue any survivors and find out what happened. The team uncovers startling evidence that Mars may not be a dead planet after all. That's part of the movie. Uh, sorry for stumbling over that last name. I looked at it, I knew I couldn't pronounce it, and I dodged it. So that's a pro move right there. <laughs> And then you draw attention to it immediately, don't you? You tell everyone the mistake you've made and why you made it. You don't want Twitter blowing up, do you? Oh, you got his name wrong. Well, I'll tell you what, if you all think you can bloody pronounce it, I'll spell it out for you and you can fucking send me a recording. O-H-L-M-Y-E-R. I'm going to go with Olmeyer. Olm, like the the science If only watch the film, we'd know (laughs) I wish I hadn't seen this movie, Alex. I don't mind jumping the gun right to the end right now. (laughs) Yes, there we go. And, wow, without further ado, should we get into the bloody plot, boys? Let's have it. So good. Well, the movie opens, quite confusingly, with a rocket taking off. 
but it is not our rocket. And then we are taken straight over to a party, which I think is a, a leaving do for all the people going to Mars. But already I felt very flustered taking the plot down because a lot <laughs> is happening at this party. There's a guy trying to get laid. I think that's Nick. He's trying to use the whole I'm going to Mars thing to get into some yep. girl's pants. So laid, Nick. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then some of the other team, I think most of which died pretty much soon, they're joking about some baseball league they're going to have on Mars. Funny, funny just stuff. Just good party vibes, yeah. yeah it's yeah, just yeah. setting up us getting to know the characters. Don Cheadle's there, we're at his house. He's Luke Graham. <laughs> we're all getting to know those characters. And then Jim, Woody, and Luke, these are our main guys for a bit now, they're having a little chat about the mission. They're having some drinks. And we learn that Jim... Uh, isn't going on the mission anymore because his wife died, mm. uh, which he just could not wait could just to wait, fucking... Yeah, everyone's having a laugh and a joke. And this guy <laughs> wasn't getting involved. He was just waiting for his opportunity to say, oh, God, I wish my, my wife could have seen you one more time before she died, boys. What? Buzzkin. You know she was meant to go on this <laughs> mission, but now she's dead. Down. At your yeah. send-off party, you're going to Mars for the next four years? <laughs> my dead wife was here. <laughs> In front of all the, the other wives who are staying at home as well. Just, just <laughs> incepting that little thought of death that, that that is always a possibility. She might not have died from space travel, but they should be rightly worried. Let's you can say. just die any time, it turns out. Yeah, thanks, Jim. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, they wrap up that chat. Woody, even though he is a trained aeronautical pilot drinks and drives home and Luke just takes this little chance because he's replacing Jim's wife on this mission. Mm. He's he just like, look, I really did want to do this, but I am sorry that the way I get to do this is because your wife died in whatever accident it was. Yeah, I did like that. Well, <laughs> I guess it's not too far from the truth, but they've got, he rolls in in this electric car doesn't he? Because it's 2020. We're in the future. It's 20, 20 oh, years yeah. after. <laughs> I just want to know how they're having this massive barbecue during uh, lockdown. That's what wow. I want to know. Why is it like COVID-3? Uh, it's still COVID-1, I reckon, then. Because it's, oh, it's June shit. 9th. They're also mourning, mourning the loss of George Floyd, <laughs> RIP. It's his funeral that day. But yeah, this is one <laughs> big bubble. That's all I'm saying. It's sad because Jim was meant to be going on the, on the mission with his wife, right? They, they trained for it. Yeah. She died of some, I think it's some unknown illness. They don't really tell you. <laughs> no. no. Just that it was sudden and that she really wished she could have seen the boys one more time. Yeah. The hit Amazon TV show, The Boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what happened in The Boys? She'll just have to wait. She just saw season one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, cliffhanger. I hate that. <laughs> Hopefully they've got uh, they've got Amazon Prime in heaven. <laughs> well, they they wrap it up. They all go home, and Jim he's pretty down about it all. If you couldn't have fucking guessed, and he takes like this little symbolic step into the sandbox that's just in his mate's garden that is like made to look a bit like how Mars would look. And this mm. is just him saying, "This is this is my Mars." And he puts his little footprint in there and then he, he goes home. It's crazy, yeah. right? It's weird, isn't it? If it was any other day, it would just be strange. Yeah. You imagine it. He turns up at his mate's house. He turns up at his house. It's his son's, like, fort, isn't it? 
Yeah, like, yeah. It's yes, like, yeah. Uncle Jim, what are you doing in the garden? <laughs> and everyone else has gone to bed. It's pitch black now. Yeah. Other people have gone home. He's just stood in his mate's back garden, <laughs> squishing his foot into the sand. You're right, Jim. Yeah. I really miss Maggie. <laughs> my wife really just wanted to see me put my foot in the sand one more time. Yeah. <laughs> Strong start to this movie. Yeah. Spit. Well, now we're jumping right in. It's 13 months later. It's, oh. Don't worry about any of the space travel stuff. No, not space. Mars. We're on Mars immediately, baby. Yeah. Never mind about all the travel, the trials and tribulations that may have occurred with how difficult it is going from one planet through an asteroid belt to another planet. We're just yeah. there. 13 months later, Sidonia. Don Cheadle. Yeah. Don Cheadle's there. Yeah. Don Luke Cheadle. three <laughs> people we don't need to name. Yeah. And what's of interest for them now is, I think, that they've spotted ice? Is that right? Yeah, they see something crystalline, don't they? And they're yeah. like, if this is water and it's frozen then that means there could be like sustainable life potentially like viable in the future because they'll have they'll have water but i want to know how they think it's crystalline because when they get closer to it as we'll find out it's metal so whatever they're using to do it metal as i'm well aware isn't made of crystals i just assumed it was some <laughs> shitty 240p camera that they just strapped on like yeah. a real like unregistered <laughs> hypercam <laughs> You know, <laughs> what is that? You see that? It could be like a car on the top. That's got to be ice. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be. And then we cut to the the World Space Station, which I had to pause the movie and Google because I I was pretty sure it wasn't called that. But I'm not a science boy. But it's not called that. It's no. called. <laughs> Go on. The ISS, the International Space Station. Fun. Yes. Okay. I didn't imagine that. <laughs> what, is there like a, a licensing issue? Oh, I always assumed, when I was a kid, I always assumed this was set in the future. Because I got a Mars, right? Yeah. NASA did like 2.0. Oh, they, they rebranded. <laughs> well, they have actually got rid of the ISS now or have stopped using it, haven't they? In the, like, to build a new space station, like an international space station. How do they even do that? Do they just send it off into space or do they try and bring it back? It's too big to bring back, surely. I think it comes down and they have to crash into the ocean. Lovely. <laughs> just into like the trash island in the middle of the uh, Atlantic. Just, <laughs> we'll just leave it there. It's fine. <laughs> so at some point, someone will see it from a distance and think it's just ice. So everything's fine. <laughs> Well, we're on the World Space Station and the team there are communicating with the Mars team about this whole eye situation. For some reason, Jim is here, even though he made a big deal about not being able to go. He can't go to Mars. He yeah. can be in space. He's a space boy. But he can go to space. But we learn later that he hasn't passed any psychological tests because he refused <laughs> to take them. And that's why they wouldn't let him go to Mars. But they'll let him on a fucking spaceship. <laughs> yeah. This man who, granted, he's a good pilot, as it all turns out. He's That's why they're like, you're the best stick man in the world. Kind of shit. Whatever a stick man is. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> that's what they rebrand pilots as in 2020 don't worry it's too reductionist pilot you need stick man stick man you've got to gender it <laughs> but uh yeah you think that if he was going to have some kind of psychological breakdown you wouldn't want it on a space station let alone on a spaceship on the way to a space station 
You wouldn't be allowed to go to work, let alone get on a space station. <laughs> yeah. Stay at home, Jim. You need some help. You need some counseling. He's suffering serious emotional trauma. Yeah. Yes. He should not be in charge of a spaceship. <laughs> on a mission that he planned with his late wife as well. Don't you think that might be a bit triggering for him? <laughs> They're all chatting about the... They're all quite excited, though, apart from Jim, who is obviously thinking about his dead wife. So now the Mars team... They're, they're taking one of the rovers they have over to the what they think is an ice cap. Did you see that this rover was either manufactured or sponsored by Kawasaki? Yeah. Oh, man. People. I want to talk to you about the product placement in this film. <laughs> it's mad. There's so much of it. <laughs> so glad you noticed. Yeah, well, God, we get a lot. Well, obviously, we get M&Ms, which, which are not in just one scene, but two like pivotal scenes yeah. of the movie one setting up the other and they dr. use pepper. dr pepper dr. for Pepper's one quite an important purpose yeah there's a lot of placement in this but then for a film with a hundred million dollar budget i reckon they're trying to fucking get as much oh yeah for sure they've got to recoup that yeah yeah somewhere yeah. the studio well it was disney wasn't it? he did this well it was on disney yeah i think it was disney because of the on approach to mars there's um Apparently, I didn't see it, but in the trivia that it says it's that there's, Mickey a, there's Mouse. A, it's Mickey Mouse. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, there's the outline of Mickey Mouse on the planet. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to go back after I read it, and I was like, oh god, I, I don't even want to see it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't watch this film again. There's just no way I care that much. Don Cheadle is war machine. It's the prequels. It's the setup. <laughs> well, they they start scanning the rock. Uh, the rock formation that the ice cap is apparently on top of. But the machine just immediately turns off. There's clearly some sort of electromagnetic fuckery going on. And just before they can, yeah, well, before anyone can worry about what the right term is, a giant tornado starts to form around the rock. (laughs) And everyone's as shocked as we are because they just stand there and watch it. Nobody does a fucking thing. They've got a rover not 20 feet behind them and they just stand there watching this... I'm going to call it a sentient worm tornado. Tornado? Tornado. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, we're nailing these yeah. scientific terms. <laughs> and, it, and it sort of like spirals up and then comes down and it's like looking for people as well and sucking them up. And yeah, it's it gets pretty gnarly. But I mean, let's not try and know what alien technology could do. But, <laughs> but I reckon there's better defences than a worm tornado. <laughs> well, yeah, there's also better defence than standing there and watching a worm tornado. <laughs> The only defence is having Jim come over and fucking ruin its vibe by yeah. talking about his dead wife. My wife would have loved this and the worm would have just been like, oh, oh. Mr. Worm, my wife would have loved to meet you before she died. It's scary. It's a scary yeah. tornado. Yeah. It's like a weird it is, mouth it thing. Not. It's huge. They just stood there with like a video camera like, wow, look at That's this. That's big, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> They're big rocks just flying past them. They're like, ah, don't worry. It's not like we've got tiny little perspective. Yeah. <laughs> that won't come back to bite one of them in the arse, will it? Well, immediately it does, doesn't it? Because those tiny little rocks that are spinning around the giant sentient worm tornado just start nailing people. One of the characters, she had a name, but I'm not going to try and remember that right now. Her face just gets impaled, battered, mushed. Uh, one of them gets swallowed. I don't think we see what happens to no, him, for him but we assume he yeah. turns to mulch. But we fully get to see one guy get sort of levitated up into the mouth of the worm creature. He spun around so fucking fast that he just explodes into <laughs> chunks of meat. It is. It was at this point in the movie I was like, maybe Alex was pulling my leg. Maybe this isn't actually a really good movie. Oh, no. Don't worry. This is the last good thing that happens. <laughs> 
It's a. It, what it reminded me of is you know in like supermarkets with the coin things where you put it down. Oh yeah, and it's like, like, it goes down the outside, swimming. and when it gets to the bottom, yeah, <laughs> it gets to the bottom. It's fucking yazzing it round. <laughs> That's what this man's oh. body was like until his oh, limbs came God. off. <laughs> just a weird like scream. <laughs> Everything just attaches. <laughs> then the storm immediately goes away. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We do see Luke get buried, I think, and we're to presume he's dead. Yeah. But uh, someone's what got to survive, revealed? so... Oh, is the face revealed here? Oh, yes. Yeah. At the top of the rock, so the, the tornado disappears, we pan up, and at the top of the, the mountain this just occurred around, it's just a big, rocky, metal-y face. Yeah, which I didn't realise was the scale it was. When I saw it there, I thought it was like a, a small face, like in the dirt, sort of human size, like our sort of face size but as we'll see later it's it's a big boy did this have some significance that i missed is this a reference i think there was a part of mars that looked like a face oh my god there's aliens <laughs> they've left a face on the, on the planet mars <laughs> it was just like our cameras were so shit yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well now the film slows down for I think about 15 minutes, which is a majority of the movie. Yeah. Because this next scene is Woody and Terry. They're, they're husband and wife. They're at the party. They're on this mission together. They're loving all this a bit too much. Uh, and they, they start talking about dancing. They're getting a little bit sexy I didn't in like the it. workplace. In the middle of the day with no. the door open. I didn't like it. I don't know who would like this. They are so horny throughout the whole thing. Not Less yeah. so later on. But it's... A, <laughs> but he's... <laughs> He's so horny the whole time. And like you said, these are professional scientists. They must. How many millions of pounds did it cost to get them to where they are? And they're just wanting to fuck. <laughs> it was weird. Like, even yeah. before the dance, there's this bit where they're like testing, like, for bad scenarios with all the electronics. And they're like, yeah. oh, like, yes. smushed up against the other. What are they doing? Like, like together, just like, oh, it's, yeah. ooh, it's very like, thick. Oh, that would ooh. be a bad scenario, wouldn't and it? And then it's just a bit boy. weird. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> And one of the guys had to sort of chastise them on the phone. With the door like, open. Oh, I'm sorry, we can't possibly come. Right? Yeah. There's some sort of catastrophic power <laughs> Holding failure. the fucking mic he's like, button. <laughs> fucking around this shit going. Very Three people are dead. <laughs> Can you please come and stand too? <laughs> well, yeah, to juxtapose that incredibly sexy scene, the next one is literally Luke's message being received by the world space station with him, like, haggard and bloody and fucked up. It's cutting in and out because the an EMP has gone off or something, and he's just, like, begging for help because everybody's fucking dead. <laughs> and fucking Terry's still moist from yeah. that dance they've just done. <laughs> Um, but the power surge has fried all the computers on Mars. So now, like, the question is, if they even get there to save him, will he be alive because he's got no power? They can't contact him, so they don't even know if he survived his initial injuries. They're trying to put a plan together to get to a service. There's a load of space mumbo-jumbo as well about fuel and trajectory and... Mm, boring spaceship. And all that bullshit, yes. Well, they yeah. do like using nonsense words coupled with real words, similar to Rick and Morty, where they'll just, like, input 
a real scientific word with some other nonsense words <laughs> to make it sound more legitimate. For all I know, they could well be legitimate. But if you're doing a film for the masses, maybe don't try and swamp it full of fucking bullshit. Like, <laughs> it's a sci-fi film. It's what people yeah. are there for. Yeah, <laughs> but it's that in itself is in contrast to them dumbing down international space station to world space station because they thought that might be Future. too big a word for us. <laughs> International. Is that inner nation? Shouldn't it be outer national? (laughs) That's confusing. (laughs) Well, there Woody, who is like the he's the leader, I guess. He's the one who's taking charge. He's trying to convince Ray. Don't worry, you don't have to remember that name. He's we're not gonna mention him again. Russian Ray. But uh yeah. (laughs) With an American armband on though. He was definitely the world. They're both in the world, Johnny. Don't but worry there's about There's a it. Japanese person with a Japanese flag on their arm. Oh my god, maybe a Russian person, exist in this universe. But Russian Ray. American <laughs> stick it. He's got he's he got citizenship, so he's uh he's sticking around. His accent stuck around for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, they're trying to convince Ray to make Jim the right seat, which like in this movie is an important like your co pilot as important as the left seat, which I guess is the main pilot, to go to Mars together, but Ray's not really having any of it at this point. He's like, put, put together an action plan, bring it back to me, and we'll, we'll go from there. Mm. Uh, he says, eight, I wanted to oh, 0800. They say, I'll have it at 0600. Oh, like a raise in power. <laughs> Unnecessary, yeah. Uh, eight is early enough, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'll be in bed then, Don't but sure. <laughs> Slipping under Please. my door. Yeah. <laughs> They say that um, that Jim, they want because they're really pushing for him to be the pilot because he's the the best stick man. They said he's got more hours in Sims than anyone. I beg to differ. Florence plays Sims four, <laughs> about about <laughs> fucking five hours a day at the moment. <laughs> well, no, we forget about all the the tension that was just built during whether or not Jim is going to be able to go because Phil is sort of fucking about in. One of the floaty bits of the spaceship, which doesn't seem to affect everything, just this one bit, and it's only M&Ms. So it's either there's a paperweight on everything, or M&Ms are special in this universe. But he's building a actual DNA strand just in the air. Probably taking him a few hours to put this together, oh, because yeah. it's very intricate. This comes to no work all day. And he said, this is the DNA of the ideal woman. I didn't even know how to break that down. <laughs> Not a sentence that makes sense to me. I mean, I'm guessing he's some kind of geneticist, but I, I, he's got it spinning as well, like the helix spinning, which like implies that of course, he's like a center of gravity, all, like, spinning on their own. Yeah, like, center of gravity. He's, There's one <laughs> larger M and M, a bowling ball in the middle. And it, if you leave it long enough, it's going to be like a planet. How does he describe his perfect woman with like the hundred M and M? I think he just meant the green M&M lady, you know, the mascot, who's like, tries to be a bit sexy. It's those curves, mate. (laughs) If that wasn't silly enough for you, get ready for this next scene, which is just five minutes of people dancing in another floaty bit of the ship. This is like their send-off, I suppose. It's Terry and Woody are dancing. It's pretty sexual. Jim has come upstairs just to watch, just to think about when the next time he can mention his wife is. He's thinking about it. Maggie would have loved this. Yeah. You know, he's, he's thinking about it. I think, like, it's, it's quite cool to point out all the wire work yes. that they did in this was quite impressive. So they did it 
they had like a fully revolving room that they built. They also had everyone on wires too, and then they had cameras revolving as well to try and sort of like simulate everything floating around because it it was pretty sick i must say it's impressive it looked good like everything like the space station it it just i don't know obviously the money went to a good place exactly the props and that each suit that they put on was a hundred thousand dollars i can now just go to space yeah well (laughs) uh, each one of the spacesuits costs a hundred grand to make but real nasa spacesuits cost between 10 and 12 million dollars each Oh, I thought you were going to say thousand then. No, yeah, me no. Too. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that's fucking mad. Twelve million quid for a fucking spacesuit. I'll knock you one up. It can't be that hard. I don't know if I want to go to space anymore. Spacesuit. <laughs> be made of wood. But <laughs> how many times do you have to glaze glass for it to work in space? Yeah. yeah. Octuple glazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so heavy. It's just you're always looking at the floor. You'll be able to breathe, but you are going to be fucking boiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's very impressive, yeah, this scene. It looks very good. It does look like they're in space. The only issue is they spent all that money and all that time doing that for a scene that does not belong in this movie. <laughs> because they have just said they have an urgent report to work on, which they cut the time limit down for themselves by two hours, and they're all just fucking about. Nah, I don't need it, mate. Do some fucking work! <laughs> He puts it over the tannoy as well. He's like, anyone interested in dance lessons, please come to the server. server. It's fucking yeah, think dance about club. poor Luke. He's got a kid at home. He wants to see his father again, and you're doing fucking rumba on a space station. Jim was just stood in the garden with his foot on the gravel. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I don't know, but it does kind of set the scene of like just not anyone trying to work hard for anything or any sort of urgency in any direction throughout this entire film at no one point do they fucking run or like get a bit of a wiggle on nah don't worry about it he'll be fine he'll be fine where's he gonna go (laughs) there is a complete lack of problem solving at all for people who are supposed to be the best in the world it is for them they're they're in a situation that are just like ah well we'll just put up with it then the greatest example of that so far being standing and watching the monster attacking you. <laughs> that was one which is even better, which is coming up soon, but I won't mention it yet. But it is my favourite part of this movie. Next up, they've they've scanned the, the surface of Mars where Luke is supposed to be. This is where the base camp is. And they're taking a look what's going on. They focus in on one little sector and they see that there are three graves. Immediately, Terry is like, well, but Luke just couldn't bury himself, could he? Which is not the kind of fucking attitude you yeah, need right now, is it? Yeah. Are we swearing on your podcast? We're swearing. What a bitch. <laughs> what a bitch, yeah. <laughs> well, you were in for the plan just now, but because you burnt all that time dancing, yeah, now all of a sudden you don't want to go... Ah, oh, he's dead. <laughs> just stay here. I would say if you've got the strength to dig three fucking graves as well, you're probably doing all right. And obviously he's not going to bury himself if he's dead, but someone had to bury the three, so he's clearly still fucking alive. Well, no one can bury him. That's the point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no one could bury him if he's dead, but if he was dead, there wouldn't be three graves already, would there? (laughs) But he could have dug the graves and then died, which I think was her point, if there's any logic to be found in this. But your point being, if he's well enough to dig three graves, he's probably okay. I know, I know, was it Mars? Mars's gravity is about the third of Earth's, isn't it? Around there, I think. Oh, pretty easy to do a grave. Yeah, I mean, you could swing the a three, shovel. three, so that's one whole yeah. grave. Yeah, it's like that would kill me. Yeah. Emotionally, I wouldn't say any easier. Yeah. 
Well, he only had to fill one grave. That's the thing. Yeah, like, yeah, the other two were kind better. of like symbolic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just dug two holes and then put them, them back, back in. in. <laughs> What's he the even mentions it later. What's the point? Like, I felt wrong just digging one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for context, that's because the other two people killed by the tornado were goop, so there was nothing to retrieve. <laughs> they were absorbed by the soils of Mars. <laughs> <laughs> oh well after oh no after this yeah so they, they also scan a second section but all they get is like this weird purple feedback that's fucking with the camera so they can't really <laughs> tell what's going on there so to take stock of this evidence we've got three graves and someone making the point that the fourth one is likely dead and the other sector you can't even get an image this is the evidence submitted to ray Ray takes a look at all this evidence. He says, all of this is inconclusive. I can't do anything with it. And then he greenlights the mission anyway. Because they wrote that dialogue and then they were like, oh shit, but the rest of the movie has to happen. Just tell him to say, go. Hundreds of billions in taxpayer money if it's NASA has gone in to just a, probably a, a no, no result is coming out of this other than a body is what the evidence is telling us. Also, I would like to point out that everything on their computer screen is voice activated, right? Oh. So they're saying like, oh, computer, go infrared. We're in 2023 now, and we still have mouses and keyboards. What are they expecting the world to be like in, like, 20 years? (laughs) He's asking another man to ask a computer, you fucking ask it. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it like Siri, where it has to be, like, like attuned to your voice? Computer, go infrared. It's not working for me. Sorry, I don't understand. (laughs) Stick your face in front of the screen. Yeah. Yes, uh, oh, and also on top of that, Ray is also allowed to go, even though there are concerns with his psychological state. Everybody ignore that. No, no, Jim. not Ray. Sorry, Jim. Jim. Yeah. Oh, get another syllable in your name. Yeah, Jim's got the green light. Uh, Jim's doing something on his own right now. He's not concerned about this meeting or the mission or Duke or anything going on. He's sat in his room in the World <laughs> Space Station and listen carefully, watching a video of a party where all his friends are watching a video <laughs> of him and his wife. So Jim is watching a video of Jim being at a party, showing everyone at that party a different video of Jim and his wife. <laughs> this, guy, this guy loves to kill a vibe so much, he has filmed himself doing it. There are fucking three layers to this guy ruining vibes. <laughs> if that isn't disassociation, I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> He's also got a camera on in the background, filming himself watching. He'll watch that again later. <laughs> <laughs> He'll take that for Luke so he doesn't feel like he's missed out on anything. <laughs> yeah, they're really hammering that point home. She's dead. All right, we get it. But she's not really... We know that she, like, put the mission together with him, but we don't hear about any specifics about what she did. So I know it's, he's he's obviously sad, but it doesn't really bear any relevance to what happens. He still does everything that he would have done. No, I think the only reason his wife is dead is so at the end of the movie when he does something we're like yeah i guess i can get why he's <laughs> yeah. doing that he's okay. got no one at home but so. what he's doing is so fucking insane that this isn't necessary <laughs> we know he's mad oh, wait, so <laughs> that's it yeah okay let's 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 get that but maybe this movie is good we're talking a lot about <laughs> yeah. it so everybody's on board now the separate ship to go to mars the mission is on we've got phil there who was the guy who created the m&m dna thing we've got woody we've got terry his wife 
and we've got Jim. That's our main four. As they're getting ready to to go into the orbit of Mars, a, and I quote, micrometeoroid strikes Phil as he's tapping the screen through his hand. There's blood everywhere. The team's trying to figure out what's going on. Clearly the hull has been breached and they follow the blood through the air and it starts getting sucked out through one bit so they try to plug it up on the inside but Woody realises he's got to go outside to to fix the holes on the outside obviously mm. all the air's fallen out yeah yeah <laughs> yeah bearing in mind there's a there's like a robot voice which by the way is getting more and more like going to shit it's like yeah can we talk about that the robot wouldn't voice, happen please? firstly I, I want to talk about this robot voice for some time <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It's not like something you'd want on a spaceship. It's, boring. it's really irritating. No. This is the cutting edge of technology, and it's like... It's pretty accurate. You want a sexy lady voice, or you want Look. an ominous male voice who yeah. like, seems like he's going to kill you the entire time. I'm exactly. thinking of like Piers Brosnan in Simpsons House of Horror episode where he, where he is the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, again adds to the non-urgency that everyone has. Everyone is moving so fucking slowly, right? There's Jim, for some reason, doesn't want to put his fucking helmet on. This whole scenario could be avoided if they all put on their fucking helmets, then it doesn't matter if there's the a gas no is coming atmosphere out. in that spaceship. They don't know where the holes are, and he's like, don't worry about it. i got to turn the computer back on because for some reason the computer turned off yeah. at the critical <laughs> for no moment. no reason. It's never explained. There's something else, right? When I was watching this for the first time when I was a kid, I was like... How is touching the screen, like, detonated his hand? Like, I didn't understand that. I was so confused. <laughs> well, I thought that time. this the time. The came yes. through as he was, like, pressing the go button. But does he give a shit about it at all? No. Oh, he's fine. And we don't mention it again. And his spacesuit is ruptured now. Yeah. But don't worry about that. Because no. <laughs> it works for the rest of the movie. But yeah, even the fucking guy on the outside he's just slowly walking along i know he's in space so he's got to be a bit careful but everyone else inside slowly walking around pulling themselves real slow like they're in custard if you're in space there is no resistance you could yeet you yourself on something fast. yes yeah. you could be so- moving dashing around you're about to lose atmosphere in the only fucking craft that you've got <laughs> Maybe and get a wiggle on and try and plug that hole. Not just that, but also power and your thrusters. All the oxygen is all three of those things. Yeah. And it is recycled and limited. You lose 20%, you've only got that 80% left for yeah. the rest of the journey. So you're already <laughs> fucked. And everybody's dilly-dallying about. And the guy on the outside, Woody, who I despise throughout this entire movie, fucking you can end. see where the oxygen is leaving. <laughs> and I know that's for our benefit, but it's so blatant that he misses that last one. He's like, okay, back inside I go. Everything's fine, guys. I'm the leader. All good. <laughs> and then immediately all the oxygen comes out, freezes in space, and you know it's going to line up with the thrusters and the thrusters turn on and but we'll get there. I think this was my favourite product placement with the Dr. Pepper because mm. they're, they're, they're trying to find the last hole to stop the oxygen getting out, right? And Jim, for the fuck's sake, still hasn't got his helmet on. For God knows reason why. Yeah, put it on. This it's could all be avoided. There wouldn't be a timeline if you just put beverage. your fucking helmet on. So there's a convenient pouch <laughs> of Dr. Pepper floating around and he squeezes it out and the, yeah. the, the, the Dr. Pepper goes out the hole Right, so that Woody on the outside could find where the hole is. Yeah. In this, in this meantime, the, the liquid is slowly yeah. drifting. There's nothing that anyone can do at this point to speed this up. Everyone's just watching slowly. Air's leaving. He's still no helmet. 
And he's the one that's in charge of telling Woody <laughs> where the hole is. Put a fucking helmet on. He's like hyperventilating yeah. on the floor because he's suffocating. Out of everyone, he should have a helmet on. <laughs> Woody's just looking for some rogue Dr. Pepper in space. <laughs> it's mad. It's insane. I'm sure him not having the helmet on was a note from Dr. Pepper. I'm sure they were like, no, there must be a human who can enjoy the Dr. Pepper yeah. in the scene. He cannot look like a spaceman. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get too much into the physics of it either, but if there was any rupture in that spaceship, the whole thing would explode, right? Yes. Well, as soon as it, it depressurizes, it and depressurizes. there are three holes, yeah. it's gone. It would just rip apart. I ain't no scientist. I Am ain't I right? space. Yes, I think so. It's a pressurized container, and then there's a rupture in it. It would be like the fucking... Man, I'm not going to argue with Gary Sinise in space. If he says it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> It wasn't fine, Alex. We're about to prove that him saying it was fine was absolutely wrong. Maybe give it a once-over. There was a third and, might I say, largest leak from one of the main, what looked like an oxygen pipe, painted in blue. I thought it was the fuel. I thought it was the fuel as well. well, Oxygen is fuel, because obviously fuel doesn't work in space because you can't have combustion because it's a vacuum. You are uh, no, my mum was watching it with me and she is a science teacher. Oh, right, so I was, okay. I was getting her to tell me what was happening. <laughs> what is... <laughs> Can I get your mum's take on it? Just for oh, I don't think... She thought it was garbage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. don't think she really knows what kind of films we cover on the podcast, so she didn't know this was perfect <laughs> in every single fucking way. <laughs> so... I think she just thought, I thought this was amazing. Judging by the technology that they have in on their wrists and all this other stuff, they don't have such thing as like a, a pressure gauge. Well, the, they do have a pressure gauge because so they why didn't the later. alarm go off when they were losing all of their fucking oxygen? Because we have to assume they have to press the button for it to tell them. <laughs> this is the only non-voice activated thing, uh, and it's not automatic. Computer, they are we losing oxygen? Button. Sorry, mate, you do it. It doesn't listen to me. <laughs> Who set this up? <laughs> yeah. it, it was Jim, but he's choking to death. He refuses to put a helmet on. <laughs> oh. Well, yes. Uh, Woody fixes up two of the holes. Like I said, the third hole does leak. Oxygen freezes just about when they're about to turn on the thrusters to go into the orbit of Mars and start the descent, basically. There is a bit of fire from the thruster that explodes the oxygen, as it would, because it's fuel for fire and the back half of the ship just explodes. You would like to think that if that rear end of the shuttle is built for thrust, it would have a bit of integrity. It wouldn't blow the whole fucking thing apart. But then, I I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to get into the weeds on that one. But it does, and here we are. And the first choice everybody makes is, well, it's kind of based on something, I suppose. So we're looking for something called the Remo. Is that right? Is that what they call it? Yeah, it's one of the satellites that they got in orbit. Right. Okay. I was they know they can't land where anymore. That came from. Right. It was. I think it was the one that like helped them take the pictures earlier. Yes. Yes. Where they were scanning yes. the base. Oh, it was Sima. S I M A. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like shit. It must be nearby because the planet's pretty small. Right. <laughs> There's always something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's definitely along the same latitude as us. Yeah. It's not, it's not that big a planet. The chances of that are pretty high. Do you think you'd do what they're about to do? What, Matt Damon it? Exactly. Yeah, I think in that scenario... If I, I think was... I'd take my helmet off. 
I do what one of them does soon. I don't see any chance of surviving this. I don't want to burn up in atmosphere. Yeah. I just rather go now. They know that they've <laughs> got to get out of that, otherwise they're gonna die. And even if they get out of that they're and don't hit the other thing and onto this other space uh, satellite thing, then they're gonna die anyway. So I think with everything laid out in front of me, I would have been like, "All right, let's give it a go." But even then, the idea of floating through cool. on the off chance that you fucking miss and then overshoot in the wrong direction and just floating through space that is a fate worse than death i don't think that's the off chance in that scenario i think that's the on chance (laughs) (laughs) the off chance is that you hit the satellite (laughs) yeah well yes so they they all tether themselves together they put their spacesuits on jim finally acquiesces and puts his helmet on they float out into space and their plan is to use their oxygen in their thrusters to move towards this satellite that's orbiting Mars because it's got some stuff on it. They can use it for re-entry. I, I think, think it can so. land. Yeah, it yes. can land. Okay, there we yeah. go. It doesn't go to plan. They essentially, most of them run out of boost thrust before they get to the no point of no return and Woody's like, I've got this. He uses all his boost to shoot at the satellite. Pretty damn confident that he's going to hit it, but as we've just discussed, isn't very likely and he sort of taps the top misses it, starts floating past towards all of Mars. <laughs> he fucked up. But critically, he did attach the line yeah, the, for the, the rest of them, so they could thing, winch yeah. themselves. Yes. So they they do get the satellite, and this is actually quite a touching scene. This is when I was messaging you about the movie, Johnny, mm. and I said, oh, it just got good. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it'd been a fairly long segment of it not being I, I good. was waiting for the bit, and I assumed it was this. <laughs> it was, yeah. And it's, it's, it's very it's touching tense. now. There's it's like, tense, and they, yeah. they do build this, like, it's her husband, so she's like, I'm going to go after him. And they're like, no, you don't have enough. But luckily enough, they have that computer on their wrist that automatically works out trajectory for them. Everything for them, yeah. as long as they press the button. They're like, <laughs> if you forget to press the button, it doesn't do it they're for like you. Electronic you pot machines, yeah. aren't they? They're just <laughs> exposition machines. <laughs> I do want to talk about her plan, right. which was to take the grappler after the, the satellite was with the guys and to sort of thrust towards Woody with as much as she could before she had nothing Point and use no the return. grappler to get him. She uses the grappler, a gra- grappler, yeah. <laughs> Count <it> grappler. Shoots. <laughs> it shoots, but it misses him by a foot. There's mm. not quite enough, right? Devastating. He's convinced. He's like, oh, this is a good plan. Oh, it is a him. good plan. He's already resigned to death, I think, at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he wanted to die straight away. <laughs> this is a good plan. She just needed more steps. Yeah. It finished here for her, and that was the last step. She, she gave up. She tried to boost forward a little bit, but that was it. All she had to do was get closer, grapple, throw the gun. Like you said, no resistance in space, and likely they're going to catch it if you throw it right, and then they grapple you. Yeah. This is just the... All I could think about when I was watching this was the the fucking puzzle game where you have the wolf, the chicken, the seed, and the boat. (laughs) And there's a right order to do it. You boost, you grapple, you grab, you throw, they grapple, you go! So easy! Not even that, mate. So they say point of no return flashes up on her fucking wrist thing. She could have gone 90% of the way, grappled him, used 10% boost to go back, and momentum in space... No resistance would have carried them. Okay, I added a couple of extra steps. (laughs) 
that's all I was, I was like this is still doable yeah, I'm sure don't let him die some solution like why can th- th- did they still yeah, have fuel but I guess like they could have come out down the line to her yes they did unwinched it scooted closer oh yeah between them oh yes the back one could have used it yeah oh my god don't they're worry, in a though. chain they're attached <laughs> they're all just sat on the fucking spaceship not getting in- into the satellite sorry not getting in it they're just sat they're there just watching shit, yeah. you're on the fucking clock here mate Terry's gone off to go and get her husband. Fucking do something, for fuck's sake. Nah, we're just going to watch and see what happens, aren't we? He's all right. He turns out all right, right? Um, well, to expedite all of this pissing around, which I'm sure was annoying him, uh, he just takes his helmet off, yeah. which is pretty fucking boring. <laughs> yeah, gangster move. I think an important thing to note here was that at the beginning of the movie, when the boys were razzing around and Jim, before Jim brought up his dead wife for the first time, <laughs> uh, they joke around about Woody's buzz necklace, which yeah. he always has on. Just remember that for now as he takes his helmet off and plummets <laughs> towards the service of Mars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even put that together. <laughs> oh, God. Terry, she manages to make it back to the satellite. They get in it, and so begins their descent to the planet proper. Not There's no space travel. No, oh, no just... of course not. We <laughs> do no travelling in this movie. We close our eyes and we appear. Well, it's called Mission to Mars, not Mission Through Space, guys. Yeah. Come on! <laughs> I would like to see them get to Mars, though. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> they land on the planet. Luckily, they land exactly where they need to, even though they were falling. They were circling the planet whilst all that piss was happening for ages. But they get to the very small mile with which this camp encompasses. They find everything is pretty much still in working order because the whole cyclone thing was a bit in the distance. Uh, There is a bit of wind for some reason, but let's ignore that. (laughs) Back at the WSS, they're talking about it as well, aren't they? So they're saying how... Something else has happened because they obviously know the the rocket that they're on had broken up, but then the satellite had landed, and they're like, only Jim could have done this. I posit it landed with a fucking parachute, so anyone could have fucking done this. You actually see the parachute. Yeah, you, you do see when, the when they're on when they touch down and they're getting out of the thing. Just parachutes everywhere. And Russian Ray back home, he's like, <laughs> "You son of a son- bitch, Jim." <laughs> But I bet you have to press a button, and somebody had to press that button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing just works well, automatically press in this button. universe. The, 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 meet, the, the micrometeorites come through. Whenever you try and do any sort of touchscreen shenanigans. <laughs> Whenever you touch a screen. <laughs> Your fucking penalty for touching buttons, meteorite through the hand. Hands off! This is my button. Bing! Oh, Phil finds the ERV intact, which is, I think, the unit that produces oxygen maybe uh doesn't matter he's walking around jim is also walking around uh he ventures into like the actual base unit and into the greenhouse where he finds that everything is like grown really well luke has been there for like a year i think by this point but from the looks of this it looks like he's alive um and that is confirmed almost immediately Mm. because we pan behind jim and luke has a pickaxe raised just to mash his fucking brains in he's he's lost a bit bless him he's uh he doesn't know whether they're real or not because he's been there for what was it like nine months on his own yeah yes he struggles he struggles but before that they look at their wrist to see the temperature and it says it's 25 (laughs) degrees 
and I did a bit of Googling, and apparently Mars only reaches 20 degrees at its hottest. Good work. <laughs> so fuck you, movie! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Mm, can't use Google. <laughs> but minus, uh, it's lowest, minus 153 degrees Celsius. That is cold as shit. It's got no atmosphere. Yeah. So it seems pretty correct. You'd want a jumper with that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Want some Dr. Pepper? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had one to raise then. Oh my God, I do! Oh my oh, God! Actually oh does. my God! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chloe, for never getting rid of bottles from the side of your desk. I want to know where he got his doctorate from. <laughs> the University of Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> so Luke finally accepts that all his friends are alive. They, they calm him down a bit. Well, they explain that Woody is the reason that they made it there because he made that sacrifice. And he's like, ah, oh, that man, where, where is he? Where is Woody? And even though Woody's wife is stood in the room and was the one to share that final moment with her husband, Jim is the one to butt in to tell Luke that someone else has died because that's his favourite thing to do. <laughs> yeah, we know, mate. Guess who's dead? Jake Maggie. Correct. No, 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 no. <laughs> Old news, mate. <laughs> it's my best friend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and in return, uh, Luke tells the, the team about uh, what's happened to him, about the cyclone, about the face, fucking everything that's gone on. And he also caps that off by saying he thinks he survived because the face wants him to discover the secrets. The conclusion of this is we're supposed to think he's crazy, the team thinks he's crazy. But immediately the movie disproves that by Luke showing everyone the pictures of the face <laughs> and also this sort of weird sound that it emitted before the, the tornado happened, which was three separate sounds. Mm. I don't know how... It's a load of science bullshit, because then they somehow link that to three dimensions, and this is going to be the setup for how they sort of figure out what this clue is. I, don't, I blanked out here. Yeah, this is... I'll tell you what that noise is. It's a brown noise sound with a fucking <laughs> noise gate on it, is what it is. It... <laughs> It is not the best thing that they could have been listening done. to this thing for the last like six months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in that suit that he cannot wash. Yeah. Oh <laughs> god, I mean, it smells like. I fucking... thought it was red. I didn't realize it was brown. Rancid balls. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look like he's been washing. He's looking a bit disheveled. He does need a shave. Ooh, yeah, he's unshaven at this point. Yeah, and he doesn't shave until. But I think the crew brought razors for him. Yeah, I mean, they must have been on the satellite. But they brought yeah. their fucking razors, didn't they? Not I'm animals. a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, of course, you shave with. Yeah. <laughs> and then this next scene is the truest testament to the writers not having a fucking clue what was going on. Because Jim spills more M&Ms, which he brought from the ruined spaceship. Oh, to be fair, they are Phil's. So Phil brought them. But he spills Phil's M&Ms on the floor. And that sequence of just subpar candy falling on the floor is enough for him to figure out that the sequence of sounds they heard is not just a sequence of sounds, but a test. And they have to play a sequence of sounds back to the mountain in order not to trigger the space tornado. Mm. Don't ask any questions. Nobody knows. Yeah. They fucked up. They got there the first time. They blasted it. The testing was like, well, you can't be people. Yeah. <laughs> what? How else is that stuff? What did they hit it with? Like radiation? With a radar gun? Yeah. It was, it was, they were doing radar on it. Right. Yeah. So, like, surely the thing would be smart enough. It would be like clearly 
This is man-made. Someone yeah. is scanning me, yes. Or scan the people that you're about to kill. If they can make a sentient worm out of wind, scan and the rocks. people outside the fucking building. This is a good time to touch on this, yeah. What is that technology? Why is that the response? Surely the only thing that can scan you is another sentient life form, not... I don't... What else are they expecting? Because the, o- the only opposite to that is you are not scanned. So being <laughs> scanned is the ideal situation for you. So why is the response to kill them? Maybe they wanted it... People had to be smart enough. You had to prove that you were worthy. If you got to that planet, you've got to be pretty fucking smart, in yeah? They stood there looking at that tornado. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, That's true. Maybe they wanted them to be human, which is the thing. They didn't want any other... Well, we'll get to that at the end, because <laughs> that cannot make sense. From what this movie ends with, that cannot be what they wanted. About time the, uh, like the sound signal thing is introduced, you're like, ooh, this is a bit kooky, what's going on here? Yeah, but they, where do you go from here? This is us sat in the writer's room, this conversation is the same one they were having, and the conclusion is, just don't worry about it. Just keep writing stuff. None of it has to mean anything. We'll just we'll use some made-up words, and, and they'll be it. fine. Well, having figured out not only that the solution is to play a sound back, but also what the sound back must be, they send a rover with an automatic scanning device. It's another radiation-emitted to play it's this got a, sound. It's got a doohickey on it. Yes, yes. Uh, and this is the only machine not operated by a button in this film. This is automatic. It plays it at the mountain. It looks for a second, like it might do a tornado thing again, but everything's fine. And I think this is where the door opens and a big old light shines yes. inside the mountain. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They pass the tent. Yeah. That, that, the sound of exasperation. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. You I are in fact so, yeah. We knew you were. We, we knew you were human all along, but we just wanted to kill three of you first. <laughs> you just had to do it twice. Yeah. That's the real test. Perseverance. <laughs> Our main team now. Uh, so Phil stays on the ship, and Terry, Jim, and Luke all go to the mountain and just walk straight into this big white light it closes behind them obviously communication is cut off with phil but that's because he's not important to this movie and never has been so i don't know why he's here jim instant terror <laughs> that door closes yeah. oh yeah 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 they all realize far too late it's loud yeah <laughs> that is a stone column closing <laughs> onto stone <laughs> yeah it's, it, this is the bit as well where they they start well they start reading the atmosphere inside and they say Oh, there's oxygen. There's nitrogen. Hang on. It's air. And Sounds a hell of a lot like air to me. And, and she was like, I haven't even started like reading for like toxic substances. And he's already got his fucking gloves and helmet off. Of course like, he has. He hates it being on. <laughs> Interestingly, though, each cast member had four people assigned to them to get their suits on and off. And it took 45 minutes, apparently. Why? I guess there's lots of little pieces. I don't know how long it takes to, to get into it, like a real space. It can't be that long. Surely, surely that long. Because if there's a breach and you need to get a spacesuit on, it can't take 45 yeah. minutes. <laughs> Let's hope it's a slow air release, otherwise they're fucked. Let's hope we've got some Dr. Yeah. Pepper. <laughs> well, yeah, so Jim takes his glove off, realises that he's not killed and instantly. <laughs> they all take their helmets off, just not giving a shit anymore. And as they're doing this, another wall on the inside of the sort of space they're in opens, reveals a darker space behind. Yeah, they all just walk in, in the room, 
is a just the solar system like <laughs> it's like VR but you're in it it's, a hologram it's a green That's screen robot heaven is what <laughs> <Yes>. it is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, it's just green. Okay, in the film it was a hologram, in real oh life God. it was a green screen. So green. Is that a green screen? <laughs> Are we on camera right now? Ashton Kutcher, get cool. out here. Uh, the, the, the CGI, like, it is... It's awesome. Yeah. But it's on the cusp. You know, you're, you're like, oh, well, actually, it pretty it, good. Yeah, it didn't look possible. too You're like, oh, okay. This bit is, Until. yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> And essentially what's confusing about this is it looks like there are two Earths because they both look like our planet does. Mm. But then asteroids start fucking whacking this fourth planet, wonder which one that is, and it slowly turns into Mars. We also get a very Microsoft clippy looking alien who's just hanging about and looking sad the entire time (laughs) that their planet is being destroyed. Then we see just Every spacecraft on the planet, everybody takes their personal spacecraft and leaves for another galaxy. They fucking all go. Apart from... Oh yeah, for one reason, they don't all go to the nearest habitable planet. They all go to literally another galaxy. (laughs) But one of them does decide to go to the other planet and... It leaves it kind of up to the, the imagination what happens here because the spaceship crashes and then we get like a time lapse of... Evolution. The ocean, to yeah. amphibians, to fucking lizards, to... Y- you know how evolution goes, eventually, to us. It's just so confusing to me. They kick-started, like, animal life. They, they left the seed for, for animal life, like, all the way, like, from, like, single-celled... Yeah, multi-cellular. Eventually, yeah. life takes its course, but, and yeah. people are made over billions of years, or whatever. So we're all Microsoft Clippies? Yeah, I mean, the, the alien looks like oh, one of the God. like stick men from Bugs Life. Comes out. <laughs> which apparently is one of our descendants. So whether you believe that or not, I guess it has two eyes and it's sort of humanoid. But yeah, they say hundreds of millions of years ago, there was like a moment where single cell organisms turn into multicellular organisms in like one big go. And this is meant to be that point. Dawn of life, as we know it caused by alien spaceship crashing into the planet if there was already plants and stuff i don't know there's alex you did biology yeah plants are life that's already life can so that but don't you need (laughs) (laughs) but don't you need like insects and stuff for them to live oh fuck yeah 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 yeah. they don't all evolve separately like there's no way everything's interdependent wouldn't have been green yeah (laughs) yeah but it yeah yeah, so it was just like a dead planet. But before. there was already grass and shit. There yeah, was already... It was a literal. There's a lot of explaining over the weird time lapse <laughs> so that everyone at home just watching could understand. Well, you have the subtitles on. In brackets, it said, don't worry about this too much. You, you don't have to listen to this. Don't part. worry about it. We're almost at the aliens. end. The director's cut. We're here because of aliens. And also because of the trees that were here before the aliens. Plot point. I mean, really, the implication here is that life would have evolved on this planet regardless of whether or not one alien spacecraft yeah. crashed into our sea. Yeah. Maybe that's why all of the others <laughs> fucked off. They were like, we're not needed here. Let's not interfere with this. They got their own thing going. Yeah, that, there was one guy who stayed behind who was like, I'm telling you, Earth's the one. Earth is the one. They need us there. And they're like, no, they'll be fine. They've already got life there. <laughs> nah, nah. What if we can make geckos? Also... Who's recording this? Everybody has left. I assumed it was like a model for the alien to explain to the people like what had happened. 
but it just also conveniently is perfect for the viewer at home. Of all this, I'll explain. And Jim, he fucking loves all of this. The others, they're not, well, they, they've got their knowledge now. They want to go. They want to get back to Earth. But Jim, he's lapping all this up. He's decided he's going to stay and just sort of gamble that a magical tube will appear and take him up to the last spaceship on the planet. So the other guys leave. Luckily, that magical tube does arrive and sucks Jim up to the spaceship. And his plan is just to go to another galaxy where all of the aliens who left before the alien who spawned you, there's absolutely no guarantee that they'll know that that alien did that. You won't be able to speak their language. And there's also no guarantee they won't just kill you on your arrival. But this is a hell of a good of a sequel setup. (laughs) The best you can hope for is that they'll experiment on you. Yeah. 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 (laughs) What the fuck are you? Yeah, because as far as they're concerned, the alien that's left behind is hundreds of millions of years old. (laughs) Yeah. They've evolved. Right? (laughs) They've forgotten. So they're like hyper-evolved aliens. Already highly sophisticated. (laughs) It makes no sense. They're as far away from us as we are from (laughs) single-celled organisms. (laughs) Do you think they're going to remember you? Oh, fuck, it's Barry. Where the fuck have you been, mate? (laughs) Is it just me, or does this alien look like Barry? You remember him? 100 million years ago? I mean, our dialect has changed dramatically. In the last like 200, 200 years, years. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine he turns up, he's like, all right, guys, and they're like, um, uh, hello? Without a doubt, the alien is the worst CGI. Yeah. Oh, it's film. awful. Like, there is shadow of a doubt. It's dreadful. And it is such a way to not be paid off right at the end, you know? Yeah. You've been watching this thing. You've, you've had, like, the weird sexy dance scene at Space, the Zero G dance scene. <laughs> you've had the weird, the ship's exploded. Now we've got to freely float over to the weird other lander cgi bit the unashamedly packed for promotion of products yes <laughs> you didn't see that alien with a squadgy of dr pepper did you oh, i wish <laughs> he's wearing a stone island hoodie <laughs> and a pair of jordans <laughs> there's a bit that i'd like to touch on when he gets sucked up in the tube and he's um he gets put into like this tank, doesn't he? And it starts filling with water and he's getting a bit panicked. I was thinking, imagine if he just drowned then. If, if it's the a whole, trap. If, yeah, it's a trap. <laughs> it's another trap. They're playing the long game and they're like, oh, he's going to he's gonna fall for it. He's going to fall for it. He just fills with water and he drowns. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the others are fucked up now. The aliens let them out. Just before we get there, Terry does give Jim, before he gets in the tube, the Buck Rogers yeah. necklace. And I only had to insert this in because there is not a fucking chance that she had that necklace on her. No. It was on Woody <laughs> so when he fucking died. And is now dust in the atmosphere of Mars. <laughs> he got vaporised oh, no, as wait, he fell I think into there orbit. is some dumb throwaway scene. He gives it to her for luck. Yeah, I think it's even when they're patching <gasps> the holes on the oh, ship. Oh, is there? I didn't see that. Okay. Uh, another reason, like, why they're not paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> prioritise. Don't give her a kiss. Go and fix the fucking holes in this ship. What are you doing? Get out there! There's, there's more pressing <laughs> matters at hand. I just... Obviously, they're getting out. They just about linked up with Phil, who kindly waited for them as well. Horrible storm coming yeah. in. He's got to go. It's now or never. He's, his finger's on the button. A touchscreen button. 
with what is, I would say, the most confusing countdown sequence I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. I assume that's what those spinning rings are. The countdown? Some weird countdown sequence <laughs> in alien numbers on the floor. Yeah, I'm yeah. not supposed to be like, oh, right, this is a countdown. Oh, yeah. Gotta be. Which, I forgot about There's those. not ten. <laughs> the first one spins for a long time. I don't you know, man. keep alien waiting quantity. for the second one to spin, but it's not seconds and it's not minutes. <laughs> it is a another objective Mars counting time, of time. Perhaps. Yeah. It's every hundred million years. <laughs> yeah. He's like, don't worry, I'm going to wait for the spaceship to take off. He's just there until he dies of old age. Everyone else pieces out. They're like, Jim, you really fucking stay in. Put your helmet on, let's go. Famously doesn't like putting a helmet on, so I understand why he he didn't want to get that. (laughs) Well, it takes 45 minutes, to be fair. (laughs) Oh, and as Jim's ship leaves, the whole place just implodes. Another design flaw, I feel, that once the last spaceship leaves the base, it explodes. Yeah. Because what if everybody wants... What if there's a barbecue on the other side yeah. of Mars? A reunion. And everybody wants... Has one guy got to stay? <laughs> one guy... Every time they vote one guy, and I bet it's always the same little cut, who's got to stay behind and watch the base, otherwise it will explode. Barry, it's your turn again. <laughs> oh, I did it last time. The last hundred billion years. Don't worry, we're all leaving the parrot planet, Barry. We're all going to Earth. See? You there. Catch you there, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'll call you. <laughs> Turn your location on. And that is, thankfully, the end of the movie, boys. He shoots off into space. Yeah, we do have that nice shot of the spaceship, like, coming within fucking yeah. super close distance of theirs. <laughs> and they're like, was that him? <laughs> yes, obviously that was him. Could not believe it. Otherwise, you've got bigger fucking problems. <laughs> Probably the only bit of real space travel yeah. you actually see in the film, right at the end. Yeah. The only, yeah. And and then you're left with the question, yeah. I mean, getting there was full of fucking trials. Do they even get back to the WSS? Let's not think about that. That is not our Incredible. problem. We've done our problem, which was this movie, and now it's ended. <laughs> we assume they do, because... Wait, do we see a shot of Luke seeing his kid, or have I imagined that? No. No, it's just, it ends here. Okay, I must have dreamt that afterwards. <laughs> I would say it's a very similar ending to Dog Soldiers, the film that we did last, Alex. Yeah, it's very... It ends in the same way where all the action's kind of finished and then there's still a bit to go, but they're just like, nah, that'll do. <laughs> now what? Yeah. <laughs> We've reached the important, probably, bit of this podcast, even though people must tune out now, and that is the question. Alex, so you think that was good, do you? It was awful. <laughs> I'm never going to tell you it was a good film. It's it's just got such like nostalgia factor for me. The meme factor of Don Cheadle, incredible. <laughs> just to him, there's something about him being on space, on space, on space. We're all on space. It was it was really good. Deep. Like obviously, I over the years I've I've goofed around with the head cannon. Like it's it's a prequel to The Martian, you know, my thing. Yeah. And now, obviously, I've got this this nice little nugget that maybe it is like a war machine <laughs> prequel, which was nice. Now I know it's part of the Disney family. Yeah. I mean, who's to say? And Mickey Mouse was in it, yeah. which is even more incredible. <laughs> this is something I have to see. I, I haven't fact-checked it. I, I read it, but they're usually pretty accurate. So this film was bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> from concept to execution, it was bad. But I wouldn't say it was awful although it, it kind of was it was <laughs> it was all right it was fine they hid behind a lot of meaningless 
and overcomplicated like aerospace terms to make it more believable and it's almost like a crutch for exposition and plot <laughs> i would have preferred a movie more about the rescue mission more like the martian really <laughs> whereas yeah. rather than this sort of half and half with sort of no resolution really it was sort of left too open-ended for it to be like finished in my opinion they could have done without the alien yeah exactly if, oh, if it was literally sure. just them going to mars and then there was this big storm or whatever and a few of them were killed and they had to get there and all the other shit that happened yeah. would have made more sense if they had to then try and leave again altogether mm-hmm. to get back to the world space station but saying that the props and the sets were amazing one of the best that i've seen in probably all of the films that we've done but then the budget fucking did this do well something like that i guess like it box was, office wise they used it i have no idea no no <laughs> I think I read it in its opening it did 20 million and it cost 100 million to make and I think I think globally it did 110 oh so it didn't even break even no so yeah so yeah they they didn't it didn't make money Uh, yeah other than that I think the writers sort of dropped the ball quite a lot but the direction of it was fine and the actors did fine it was just the story and the writing that let it down. I think it, f- it felt rushed and they didn't really think everything through and it sort of impacts it in that way. But I d- I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy aspects of it because I did, but it, it wasn't a good film. <laughs> Evan? Look, for a movie that pretty much opens with a Martian tornado monster, <laughs> for the most part, it is criminally boring. <laughs> but a movie does not have to be good for you to enjoy it. Yeah. I had a bit of a blast watching the bits that I definitely enjoyed, and I've certainly had a blast talking about it. This has been a real highlight of an episode for me. So, in that context, man, it was good. But in the context of movies, to which movies should be held accountable (laughs) to, oh, it's not good. There are some standout scenes, that's the thing. Where Woody is floating above Mars, it's quite dramatic, and I really enjoyed that. But it's just unfortunate that... uh, So much of it is people just hanging about on world space stations (laughs) and dancing and (laughs) M&Ms. But I enjoyed it. And I think that's all you can ask for, isn't it? Yeah, there's been a lot better films than this, technically, that I've enjoyed less. Absolutely. So, Alex, I guess you kind of won us over, sort of, in the long run. Yeah. It was... I'm, after talking about it, like you said, Ev, I enjoyed it more than when oh, I was this watching has been it. Great. When, yeah. Quite often, like with Super Mario Brothers, a film that I held deep in my heart. After that, I'm never going to watch that film again because it, that is, was so it, it rough. is a pile of shit. But this yeah, is some episodes. It's a bad film, but it's still enjoyable, which I think. Yeah, absolutely. Is, yeah. Well, is that everything then, boys? I got a little bit of trivia. Oh, hit me up. All right, okay, so they create the Martian landscape in a massive sand pit near Vancouver. All right, so that's where they shot a lot of the sandy scenes. Mm, very Martian. Don Cheadle's back well, garden. <laughs> to get a sense of the environment and isolation, Don Cheadle slept outside by himself. <laughs> <laughs> that's so much commitment for a movie he was barely in. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't think you're really selling it. It's not like you're method acting at that point, is it? It's not like you've actually stranded yourself on Mars. No, no. no. You don't really have to get in that mindset too much. I, I read somewhere that they used over 14,000 gallons of paint to spray all the sand. It, it wasn't even red. Fuck, that can't be good for the no. environment. 
No, no, no. So they they physically had to spray the sand. But we have red sand. Oh yeah, we can get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, let's go to Vancouver. Still <laughs> <laughs> one of my favourites. Yeah. Good. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Alex. This has been absolutely splendid. You'll have to come on again. This has been brilliant. And thank you for listening. Please do leave us a five-star review on the app you're listening on right now. Follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at So You Think Pod. And oh, we've got a good one coming up next. Exciting time. We'll be watching Blade, which I wow. cannot bloody wait for. I've been wanting to do this movie for a long time. And we're finally getting to it because I know it cannot be as good as I remember it is. It must be awful. So, until next week, goodbye. Bye. Bye.